0: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Glenn has heard from the frames in just a sec. They are playing live at the marquee Friday 2nd and Saturday 3rd of June. I think it was 2010 they were there last. But what I didn't know, um, shouldn't it be, I didn't realise how long they'd been around. I would have said, if you asked me when the frames were set up um, in Dublin, I would have said maybe... 2005, 2006 Glenn 1990, for goodness sake lad, we're all getting old, morning
1: Hello, How are you, how's it going, we are indeed
0: God almighty, I would have said if you, maybe 2002 2003
1: uh, Yeah, absolutely, well look the, the, the 90s, and it was kind of cork, you know, Sir Henry's and the Lacey House, they were the kind of places where we had our first inkling of any kind of I would just say goodwill outside of Dublin, which yeah. was a huge deal for us. Yeah, but but it's been a consistent. You know, we we just toured and toured and toured, and that was kind of that was kind of how we did it.
0: Take me back to the early days because it's funny you should say what you just said about Cork. But tell me, tell me about the early days.
1: Um, well, we were signed. I was signed by Chris Blackwell from Island Records. He also signed Cranberries uh, within the same month. Um, and i remember I remember meeting the lords and meeting the guys because we were actually sent to the same studio to make demos, you know classic record company stuff so go down to Limerick and make this demo uh, had a great time down there and you know it was it, the, the thing that was always I, I suppose consistent for us the only thing that was consistent was that when we played shows, people showed up. Yeah. And that was basically, and I remember, you know, because we would do these tours of England, you know, because the record label only really recognized England as yeah. any kind of breakthrough, which is fair, you know, which is just, just still fair enough in some ways, although Brexit has changed all that. English bands can't get arrested now in Europe. <laughs> um, but, um, but so we would, we, would, we would tour Ireland and then we would tour England and we would tour Ireland and we would tour England and we, and we, England, and we always dreamt about touring America. Mm. Um, and but well, I have to say Cork was truly one of the you know it was just it was just one of those places where you know we played in the lobby and we played. You know, the Lacey House or Henry's, and we just, things just began to feel like something was happening.
0: You're mentioning iconic names there: Henry's, the Lacey's, the Lobby. I probably, I probably DJ'd after you and Henry's back in the day. I'm almost certain I did. But it's yeah. funny what you used to say about Cork be and, and it being the place outside of Dublin where you first realised we're onto something here. Because do you know who else said that to me? And he's a man okay. who's very close to our minds at the moment. Great Christy Dignam.
1: There you go, I was just thinking, Christy, yeah.
0: He said the very same thing to me a couple of times. He said, you know, it was was just Cork where we realized, heck, lads, we're onto something. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I, I remember I remember um, uh, uh, someone talking about, about cold coastal towns. Someone made the point that all the best bands in the world came from cold coastal towns. <laughs> it's an interesting idea. You know. We'll
0: give you coastal towns. It's not very really cold today, but we know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's a great city. And, of course, you know, you've got the... the there's
1: so much great music from Cork too and there was there was always that thing of like what have you got because Cork really had its Cork had its own scene and it had its own great music and it had its own heroes you know and it was a, it was a for me it was a huge I remember kind of realizing early on that it was my favorite city in Ireland I never I never managed to sort of go down there and spend any kind of time but every time I go down there I didn't like never went down to live there but every time we were there it was always an incredible an incredible time
0: yeah the lineup of the band has changed a bit uh, over the years
1: <laughs> yeah through the years people drop in people drop out you know bands are funny things they're these they're you know they're like these kind of wonderful it's kind of like when i get a chance to play with the frames these days i sort of feel like it's it's like you you get to take out the the rolls royce you've been restoring in the shed over over a very long period you know you get to take it out for a drive it's like the most amazing. Nobody makes a you know in in my life there's no one makes that sound that you know when I'm because I write songs. I write songs for the swell season. I write songs for myself. I write songs for the frames, and it's it's like when I write a song, but the, and the frames are involved, mm. it, it's a completely different song because of their input and because of their, you know, and it and it's a kind of a glorious sound, and you know, going solo and being in the Celsius and all of this stuff, you know, you think, like, you know, it's, you, know you, you look back and you go, maybe it's, maybe, you know, but actually, you know, maybe it was a decision along the way, but actually what it is, is circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Like, I just happened to be living in New York, I happened to be living in the Czech Republic when I started making music with Mar, I was living in, in, um, living in New York when I made my first solo record, and I'm, I'm just making records, and I'm just yeah. making records with whoever's nearby.
0: Yeah, something that you do as well, and I think it's what makes the band successful is you're never afraid to just have fun, like throwing in bits of Ring of Fire in the uh, middle of yeah, a gig. We,
1: we, we come from the busking, we come from the busking tradition, and the busking tradition is all about just, you know, playing the tunes, and if you get a bit of a crowd, keeping them there, you know. Do you still it's, do Willy Wonka? Yeah, we do actually yeah. we do it Yeah, yeah, yeah It's become part of the song now And actually we have to reach out to them Because we stuck it into It's on Dance the Devil uh, Our record And we had to contact the writers of that tune And they, uh, they came back and they were like We're absolutely delighted You know where some people would come back and go No way, you can't use it They were like We're absolutely delighted you can have it Don't worry You
0: know yeah, yeah. So, you'll be here on the 2nd and 3rd of, of June, or 3rd and 4th of June, the date's yeah. 2nd and 3rd. They're flying. I'm going to give two pairs of tickets away and two goodie bags, all right? Now, what I want to do is, I want you to talk to me about this song, but I don't want you to name the movie. Okay. Because I want people to do that. But okay. Th- was this was this the highest point of songwriting for you, Glenn, in 2008? When, when Falling Slowly won an Oscar? Uh,
1: it was, you know, I, some, sometimes you write a song and you go, you know, that's a good one. You know, I like that. And then other times you write a song and you go, there's something about, I remember, I remember having this kind of feeling, I remember, I remember having this feeling when I wrote it going, Jesus, Westlife could play that. And it, and it would sound like a song, you know? And, 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 do you know what I mean? And I remember kind of having this feeling, it's kind of, it's slightly, it's a slightly uncomfortable feeling where you write something and you go, is that any good or is it terrible? Or is it great? I don't know. You know, that kind of feeling where yes. you're just like, I, I, it puts you out of your comfort zone. And I remember hearing a great interview with Bowie where he was like, that's where you have to operate the whole time. Like when something just sounds like you, that's not a great song. It has to sound like it's a little bit beyond you or a little bit out, where it makes you a little uncomfortable to listen to it. He says, then you're in the exciting area of artistic exploration. And it was Marquetta who... Um, it was Marquetta who basically kind of, re, you know, pulled that song apart. I mean, she sang a particular harmony on the chorus line because the frames had, you know, had been, you know, playing with that song, but it was when Marquetta sang it, it was like, okay, now it's a song.
0: Yeah. Is it your? Is it your Africa like Toto or something <laughs> like? that? Is it?
1: I wish. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> Yeah, is it the uh, one that is that? Is is it the one that they call you back for at gigs like the marquee? If you if you try to walk out of the marquee without playing Falling Slowly, would there be would there be war? Do
1: you know there wouldn't be? That's a funny thing. There's a kind of a frame. There's a frame swell season divide. Not not to not to say that it's a, a one is anti the other, but no, we I don't think the frames did. I haven't played Falling Slowly at a show. Really? Yet.
0: No. Wow. Well, wow. have you,
1: do you still do Heyday? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, make us so close to our heart. Yeah.
0: What we a tragedy!
1: To. I know. God bless him. God bless him. You know, and we'll be we'll, we'll probably bust out a Fergus O'Farrell song. We'll probably bust out an interference song as well, just
0: because you know the cork love. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm it, it, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a great gig. We have two <laughs> pairs of tickets to give away for, to see to see the frames live at the Marquee, uh, second third of June. First time since 2010, isn't it? Then. Yeah, it's been a while, actually. Oh, it's been a while, all right. And we've goody bags as well. So, thank you. We're going to play the song. It's called Falling Slowly. We want people to tell us what the name of the movie was. that They won the Oscar for Glenn Hansard and Marketa Irglova. And we'll talk to you uh, at the marquee. Glenn, thank you. That's Glenn Hansard of The Frames. All right. It's a classic song. I wonder, will they do it at the marquee? After talking to me now, he might. Uh, we'd never know. It'd be great if he did, wouldn't it? It's such a song. Marky on the second and third of June. Some tickets still available. Quartz 96 FM.